A while back, I was in the city for business and stayed at the old Park Sheridan on 7th Avenue. After a long day at the convention I was attending, I got back to the room, showered, and hit the streets. Lighting a cigarette, I glanced over at Carnegie Hall as I turned up 56th Street, crossed Broadway, and in a moment, I felt better. Up ahead was the familiar awning I was looking for. Roughly halfway down the block, I opened the door to one of the most special Italian restaurants I've ever frequented, for many reasons. Patsy's Italian restaurant has been a part of the city since 1944. It is the only one in town. There are no spin-offs, no branches, no franchises. There is only this one. And that alone can make it special, in a town lately given over to chain restaurants on every corner. It isn't a super large place, and the bar on the right as you walk in is modest, but as long as there is one open seat for me, I'm good. I settled in as the bartender wandered over and asked what I was having. Looking up at the small statue of Frank Sinatra standing on the bar, I asked for a Jack on the Rocks. That was a favorite of Frank's, as this place was, so much so that the owner installed a private entrance for him, leading to a private dining area for him and his guests. He loved it, and the restaurant loved him back. A famous story has it that when Frank was down and out in the 50s, he came in alone and asked what the restaurant was serving the next day, forgetting that it was Thanksgiving Day. The owner had decided to be closed that day, but answered, whatever you want, Frank. And indeed, the restaurant opened the next day as usual. I love stories like that. But even more than that, I love the food. It is one of the last great red sauce joints left in the city. Not too fancy, just good. And I mean good like your Italian mom made good. After finishing my drink at the bar, I took a seat at a small table and ordered my favorites, clams oreganata, to start and their signature manicotti for my entree. I sat back and just took it all in. The hundreds of photos on the wall, the classic white tablecloths, the candles, the smell of a perfect sauce simmering, the traces of cigarette smoke and perfume. And I was transported to another time when places like these were everywhere in town. Good drink, good friendly people, and that sauce, that wonderful red sauce. I miss places like that. There are a few left, and I try to get to them on the rare occasions I'm back home. Another one still in business is Monty's on McDougal Street. It had been there since 1914, and you could walk right by it and not know it if not for the sign out front, as it is located in the basement of the building, so you step down from the sidewalk to enter. Once inside, however, you know once again you are home. It was a favorite of my aunt and uncle who lived on nearby Charles Street, and the family went there for special occasions, a graduation, birthday, that kind of thing. As a kid, it was always exciting to go out to dinner at all, but even more so to an Italian restaurant, because obviously we thought our mom made the best Italian food on the planet. So it would always be a kind of ratings contest. It sported the white tablecloths and heavy slated wooden chairs that scraped the original flooring each time you sat up or got up. As an adult, I would always order the same thing, still my favorite dish. It's called melanzani parmigiani or eggplant parm. Nobody did it better. It is a blessing that it's still operating today. Before I mention a couple of gems that are no longer in business, at least there's classic red sauce places, there is one more worth mentioning. But for this one, you have to head out to Brooklyn and visit the Coney Island location of Gargiulio's, another huge old timer having been there since 1907. 
I remember going there in the evenings after going on the rides at the nearby amusement park. We always made sure we waited to eat until after the rides going before would have been too dangerous. One special time, Leslie's brother was in town on business, so the three of us went to Coney Island, took in some of the rides, then went to a nice dinner at Gargiulio's, which, if I recall, had a large carving of a giant squid or octopus on a portion of the ceiling. But the highlight of the evening was upon perusing the menu. I saw a special for the evening was penne d'autolano. I felt quite important and had to resist telling the waitress my last name. I, of course, I learned that Ortolano or Ortolana is Italian for green grocer or gardener. So penne Ortolano is a red sauce made with lots and lots of fresh vegetables. Kind of a nice surprise to see your name on the menu. The sauce at Gargiulio's was rich and red and slightly spicy and one worth repeated visits. And now for a few that are gone or at least have been transformed into something other than what they were. First up, of course, is the Beatrice Inn on West 12th Street, a classic that stood right across from the street from our apartment building when we were kids. It started out as a speakeasy in the 1920s and then became a favorite local spot, beloved in the neighborhood. Our family knew the owners, the Cardia family, who created a perfect, comfortable Italian red sauce spot with all the dishes you would expect to see. I don't eat it anymore, but at the time, the veal parmesan was my go-to dish. It became the kind of place we went to when we reached a milestone in our lives. It hosted our wedding dinner, many birthday celebrations, a graduation or two, and even provided solace when we celebrated the life of someone we lost. It marked the important events of our lives, joyful or not. Its warm colors and casual elegance were just what we needed every time. Alas, it was sold in 2006 and became a nightclub that became all the rage with the moneyed celebrities of the area. Of course, the red sauce wasn't on the menu anymore, replaced by exotic dishes. Most of the people that frequented it when it was, in, when it was an Italian restaurant wouldn't even recognize. It finally closed for good in 2020. Another was Rocco's on Thompson Street. It opened in 1922 and had been serving up comfort and red sauce to generations of people in the neighborhood and beyond. It was an institution in the village. But when its lease came up for renewal in 2011, the landlord raised the rent from 8000 a month to 18000 a month, and the writing was on the wall. They tried to hold on, and there were even civic groups that protested the change coming, but hey, it's New York City, and money rolls. So another classic red sauce place bit the dust. Lastly, the Mineta Tavern. That wonderful spot in the corner of McDougal and Manetta Lane, named after the brook that used to run where the present-day street is. It was another one of those places that you could just stop in for a drink after work. The bar was welcoming, and the bartenders knew how to make a Manhattan. You could stay for dinner, say manicotti or stuffed shells, the sweet red sauce perfectly paired with the fresh Italian bread and a glass of house wine. The kind of place, as all of these were, where you honestly didn't want to leave when you were done eating. It was just too cozy of a spot. With its murals and black and white photos on the wall, it was a magical place that made you forget the trials and tribulations of your day. A place to relax and enjoy what really mattered in life. And you know what's coming. In 2012, a fancy restaurateur who owned other places nearby bought it, closed it for renovations, say goodbye to the ambiance. And when it reopened, it was a French steakhouse, with its most popular dish being a $50 hamburger. Yeah, you heard that right. 50 bucks for a hamburger. Needless to say, I've never been back. Looking back at my time in the city, I'm grateful for these restaurants, the ones that are still there, and I mourn the loss of the ones that aren't. Each one was special, 
a mix of simplicity, sincerity, tradition, served up with warm, crusty bread, and a nice glass of Chianti. Salute, Rob.